What is happening, J.O. Outfitters fans? Before we get started, let's thank our sponsors at Fat Stacks Sports. Hosted by Fats and Yo-Yo, the Fat Stacks Sports Show is coming-of-age podcast that features deep dives into college football, bar and late-night activities, faster horses, NFL football, NBA basketball, LeBron James, March Madness, Bracketology, Crazy Hypotheticals, Movie movie Reviews, the latest music, and girls, or lack thereof. Come join the fun and indulge your ears in an adventure that we all call the Fat Stacks Sports Show. Secondly, Scrambled Legs Podcast. Gaining on the field in the podcast industry, Ben and Noah Jacobs host a running and pop culture podcast that is made for everybody. Want to hear their takes on running, movies, music, or anything? Check out a new podcast every Thursday, which keeps getting better every week. The Scrambled Legs Podcast. Are you running? Alrighty, it's showtime! Welcome to Rippin' Darts, Flingin' Arrows Radio. We got Nate Kohlinger here. This is a Fat Stacks production. What's happening, brother? Good morning, Yo-Yo. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, just getting through this quarantine life, man. Mm-hmm. Same with me, man. Trying to keep myself busy, so I am honored to be a guest on the Rippin' Darts podcast. So thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No problem whatsoever. Um... Other than that, like I guess we'll just kind of jump right into it. Um, what else, before we do that, actually, what's been going on at home? What's happening? You know, just finished uh, junior year of college, so really just besides hey, that. Hey, round of applause. Huh? Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yep, senior now. Uh, besides that, just really been sleeping and uh, playing a lot of video games. So that's about it. I haven't really been doing much. So Yeah, I am with you on that. Um, not a lot has been done in yo-yo's household uh besides really flinging mer- slinging merch man we are going yep. everywhere with this uh hats it. are coming it. out the coming out the old rail yard we got 32 mm. more hats uh coming in stock we got everything is restocked um Ooh, okay yeah everything will be restocked we got a new hat coming out called the covid cap uh uh-huh. yeah so what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna sell them for a special price of twenty five dollars. Twenty percent of every every sale goes towards um, the CDC Foundation, where it'll be research for the coronavirus, so we can get back out into the real world. What do you think All about right. that? I'm ready for I that. I love that. And I heard uh, rumor that each podcast guest gets one for about half off. Or oh yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right. Just something I heard, not not saying you said it. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, other than that, um, so the reason I had you on here, Nate, is we are going through some of these, like, hunting stories throughout the, throughout mm-hmm. the years, and this past year, 
you shot a pretty nice, decent buck. I did, I did. Yeah, I'm an eight point. Eight point. So, um, I guess if you want to take it from the top, you know, like yep. how, like where you were, kind of how it happened, and just kind of go from there. I'll ask questions as as we go. For sure, yeah. If you have a question anytime, just stop and uh, stop me and let me know. So, yeah. I'd say it was it was last week of uh, bow season. Yeah, it was, and, it was still early though. I mean, yeah, it was yeah, early. It was still early. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say I don't remember. It was October, November. I'm not sure what month it was, honestly. But I know for a fact this is my first time getting out hunting that whole year because, <laughs> as you know, you know this. You wake up at like four or five in the morning and you just look at your clock and you go back to bed. I think I did that about <laughs> five, six times that exactly year before I actually like happens. got <laughs> myself to get up. Yeah, so. <laughs> Is, yeah, we both know that. So yeah. I got up and went to a pretty nice spot that you know as well that has pretty good uh, – you don't see everything all the time, but there's always a potential for a nice buck to come through. So it's that's it just has that big bang factor that makes you want to go keep on going out there. You know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. And I went with uh, my dad, and we split the woods. So he hunted uh, deeper into the left side of the woods, and I hunted the right side of the woods. And it was, I want to say, I don't know if it was the end of the rut or just the beginning. I want to say it was just kind of getting started up. And so we were expecting some does and heat and some movement in the woods, but it really started out really slow in the morning and it was freezing. Yeah. I was going to say like, how, how cold was it? What oh, was, it was your gear? Cold. Like, yep. do you have like gloves? Were you freezing? Usually well, like, I was, yeah. I was in a ladder stand. Okay. So Ooh. I was wearing like a, yeah, I was wearing a camo snowmobile suit and I was freezing, man. It was it was so bad. Yeah, but I would have been. It was in a, such a nice spot, and yeah, you know, sure. the, and the main thing that like when I'm like if I if I go in like a, if I go in like a tree stand, my feet absolutely freeze. Oh yeah, I don't know 100%. what it is. Like the rest of my body's fine. I'm usually like a pretty thermal person, but when it mm-hmm. comes to I don't know what it is about my feet. I just, I don't know what it is. I just freeze. They freeze. Yep. No, you can have all the toe, toe warmers in the world, man. Your feet will be very cold. It's always the feet and the hands because I don't know about you, but I do not have the um, the gloves that you can play with your iPhone on. So yeah, I take my say. gloves off and I'm on my phone and I'm just freezing the whole time <laughs> because of it. So that's not good. I need to invest in those. But, right. But yeah, go ahead. Continue. Yeah. So I'd say it was about getting up uh sunrise around seven and we actually i was struggling to get everything in get settled in so it was we got i got out there a little late and got in settled in when right when the it was starting to get bright out so i was already not feeling super good about seeing stuff but i was just happy to be out there yeah you can't beat so, that man no you can't it's it's amazing and so going forward in the morning we see well i see a doe comes in and he and so you know when that happens always got to be ready and excited to see there's a buck chasing it it was just a little five point that came in and just walked through and besides that i'd say for the next two hours i saw nothing it's crazy how that works Uh, it's funny that so like when you're sitting there and like you have these does coming in like you guns pointed your or bows pointed you're ready to roll with it Mm -hmm. um and it's always like a, just a distraught feeling when they just kind of kind of run away, and mm-hmm. there's nothing else you can do. <laughs> Besides, oh, oh yeah, no, literally nothing. You just watch them leave, and then you're just stuck there doing nothing. Right? But, yeah, no, I for mean, sure. It was the rut, so I mean, I I expected the 
if we we're going to see any action, it was going to be quick, and then it would be done for a little bit because I feel like that's how it always works. Dill comes in, Buck chases, and they're out like that. Right? Did you so, um? Did you text your dad like at all? Like when you saw those, when you saw that doe, were you like, did they? Did he go? Did that? Or did that? Did that doe go towards your dad, or was it kind of just kind of disappeared? There were actually yeah two different parts of the hunt where I yeah I, I texted him. We we're in communication for most of the time, just if you seen anything or if I've seen anything. So. The, the, that buck and that doe went towards him. And there was also another doe, set of does that came in from his side to my way during the hunt. So we were back and forth texting and just seeing if we got any action on both sides. So That's great. And that's a great strategy for people listening. Uh, if you got a woods, take somebody else out there, tell them to go on the other side, and, and mm-hmm. now you got the whole woods on lockdown. That's, I think that's a pretty good strategy in my, in my oh, 100%. Opinion. 100%. And if the, especially if there's a nice deer coming in that's out of range of the other person, your friend, or maybe your father or brother, right. that's on the other side of the woods, they can let you know, and you could be ready instead of just sitting there, and then you just see a nice buck coming, and you're completely unprepared to shoot it, you know? Right. So at least you can have that kind of warning and alert. It's nice to have. And it, like you said, it's it kind of locks down the whole woods for you guys, so it's nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, another quick little add. Uh, so I am familiar with this woods that you're hunting. And there are quite a few, I would say, possibilities when you're hunting out there. You can see just about anything mm-hmm. in this woods. And not only that, but there are also plenty of deer to shoot. Uh, they yes. go in and out of this woods all the time. Now, I have gotten on camera and seen there are some big boys in there. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So it, you, you are always kind of on on edge when you i guess when you're in this woods woods and uh yeah it's, it's a great time but uh mm. continue yeah no like you were saying i feel like with that woods the definitely for you and me the biggest bucks we see on camera usually come yeah from that area so definitely. it always makes you want to go out there even though it feels like when you go out there you never see them right so. yeah in right. this case yeah it was a, it was a good day so yeah so fast forward it's about nine nine thirty and i'm just i'm freezing I'm so cold because yeah, yeah. the wind's picking up and it's just been a long morning. And I think moving on, I think, yeah, it went another hour. I think it was 1030, still no action. And yeah. we were going to push into 11 waiting to leave just because it was a good morning and it was rut and you know, they're coming in quick. So we wanted to stay out there a little longer just to make sure just in case anything came in. And I'd say right around the 1030 mark, a doe comes in from, so my ladder stand, it, it, not ladder stand, just tree stand, it faces, there's a field on one side and then some woods on the other side. So yeah. there's a doe that comes through the other side of the woods out towards the field in front of me. And then I swear, this is the luck, the luckiest thing in the world. This <laughs> huge A point right. walks out and I swear to you, like it was, it walked right in front of me, like perfect shot everything like broadside oh yeah you you wouldn't think a buck like that would do that and it's just like <laughs> it falls in, falls into your lap like that it's insane i it was so lucky like someone was paying him just to walk in front of me so i could shoot him <laughs> so pretty much yeah no definitely that that is awesome uh was there like a split second where like you had like you had to like hit your, like pinch yourself like this thing is this how far away was it so i could see it when I could kind of see um, something moving faintly, like deeper, probably like a hundred yards in the woods. But it started okay. walking towards me, and so it was it was quick. But he was walking at a normal pace, 
And yeah. once I saw the rack, man, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I I don't know about you, but when I see a big buck, I just start freaking out like yeah. I'm shaking. It's, and just, yo, it's, uh, the adrenaline gets you and it does. the excitement of the hunt. It does. A buck fever like, is a real thing. Um, oh, yeah. I've been accustomed to this buck fever from my father. Um, <laughs> yeah, thing, things don't really end up well when when my when my father Yo Yo gets uh, buck fever. <laughs> the things don't happen. So yeah, um, yeah so I, I, you're right. Uh, it is, and not only that, but it's even more. You were with a bow, right? You had a bow. Yep, bow. So, so that makes it even more of a like you have to calm down because. Yeah, a mm-hmm. gun, you can be shaking a little bit, but you can still make the shot in the right spot and drop it pretty quickly. But with exactly. a bow, you got to be precise, and that's what's awesome and great about bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that you have to really be on edge, and you got to <laughs> – it's just crazy to me how – yeah, you I mean, I assume you you dropped it pretty easy, didn't you? Um, not really. So okay. you want me to kind of talk about the lead-up going into it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep going, yeah. And I'll, I'll, after I tell you the story, I'll touch on it, but I'm definitely more of a bow hunting fan than a gun hunting fan. I love both, but this this part about bow hunting is just what makes it so unique, right? in my opinion. But, yeah, for sure. Okay, so Buck's walking in, and like I said, I'm just shaking, man. My hands are shaking, and just I see it far away, and I'm trying to find a way to grab my bow and right. get it upright just in case it gets this spot. Because right now it's just walking straight towards me. It's not broadside. And so I'm slowly standing up and I'm just worried, man, because I am, I'm so loud getting my bow, getting my <laughs> right. like, I, like I said, I'm shaking, like I'm getting up, my hands are like doing this and it's like, this guy's gotta see me. Like, there's no way that he can't see me right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, and even if it was like a person walking through woods, they would see me be, they would, would have seen me grabbing my bow and everything. Cause it's just like, <laughs> it's yeah. bad, I mean, man. at this point, like you said, you're freaking out. I would be freaking out. Everybody on Earth is freaking out when you see this oh, thing, yeah. and yeah, I mean, it, I'm just imagining you in in my head when you're reaching for that bow. Oh man! So like, where was the bow? Like, so if you're in the in the stand, like, was it to your right or like, we're hanging on like a branch or? It was hanging off a branch, and it was so I'm sitting straight, and it was kind of towards the right of me. So I had to grab it with my right hand. Okay. And I had to grab my right hand and switch it to my left hand and i already had the arrow in there thank goodness yeah right and so yeah so he's walking over and i get up and so i'm just standing there and like i said earlier he just turns straight broadside i'd say about 30 yards right you can't ask for a better shot on a deer like that 30 yards I right. mean, it's not like a 10 20 yard shot but i mean 30 yards broadside i mean you can't get better than that especially with a bow definitely yeah and he, but mind you, he was, he was walking cause he was chasing a doe. Okay. So, I mean, he wasn't, it's not like he was walking slow and feeding. He was walking at a normal pace. He's so on I had the to, move. Yeah. I had to get a shot in pretty quickly and I get up, I pull back and dude, I swear this happened. I don't know about you, but when these situations come, it happens so quickly. Yeah. Like, no, just definitely. like in a, bl- a blink of an eye, this buck walks in, walks kind of, kind of a walk jog straight towards me, cuts over. And then it's over. So I get up, uh, draw my bull back in time, goes broadside. I give a little, you know, I do a <laughs> <laughs> right, So, right. you know, he stops, looks at me, pull the trigger, and uh, like on my release. And that was that. I shot, no, it wasn't, it was, a, it was a dirty shot. It wasn't a clean shot. Yeah, you know uh, what? It happens sometimes. That happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. 
I was so it was so nervous. Like I just it happened so quick. So I just I tried to let it go and it kind of messed with my aim. But I was I tried my best to breathe and calm myself down. But by the way he was walking, I didn't lead it far enough forward, so it kind of okay. hit a little behind. But it still got a little. It got the long. But hey, yeah, it, it got a little stomach too. So it kind of cut. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like uh-huh. yeah, for sure. Um, so that was that and just freaking out like and text my dad like i just saw a monster shot him i don't think i killed him <laughs> right, and, right. but he actually texted me like he went over to his side his part of the woods and was laying down no so way he saw, he saw him he wasn't dead yet but he was going to die and he was just laying down over there okay so my dad it's kind of funny puts him in a bad spot because right. i was gonna sit there but he said it's gonna it's like gonna take a couple hours so he was he was he just said you try to sneak out of the woods and get ready, and he's he's gonna wait there because he couldn't move. If right. he, if if he got up, that buck was gonna run right out of the woods, and we would have a hell of a time trying to find him. Right. And, the, and there would, there goes the journey. Of exactly. That entire day, your day's gone. Mm-hmm. Would not be fun. No. That's so not. I get up, get home, and then I think it, another hour goes, hour hour and a half goes by. Then then my dad finally gets out of the woods, sneak finds a way to sneak out, and said he was bedded down. He's not 100% sure if he's dead yet or not. So we checked back. We waited about till 2 o'clock. Okay. And we we took the truck out there, and we're walking. Not He was not in the spot where my dad saw him. Okay. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, I buck of, best buck of my lifetime, 100%. Right, and right. And I missed, I missed the shot because I – was nervous and I wasn't prat- I didn't practice the day before and get my bow so I didn't as good as I should have. <laughs> but we're walking. We kind of go by where I shot him, and we find him. He's laying down, and I just I just went crazy, man. It was <laughs> it was it was it was a good hunt. And just uh, like I said, I was going to touch on earlier. I think that's what makes bow hunting unique in the way that. I think it's harder than gun hunting. It's more of a, a journey and more of an adventure than gun hunting is. Definitely. It's like, yeah, there's just more of a, definitely. I feel like there's more of a high that comes with it. Yeah, no. I'm just trying to, the stage of getting up, pulling the bow back and having to hit that perfect shot to get the buck down. That's what I think. You can't beat so, it. No. You can't beat that at all. That, mm-hmm. um, now, then again, I am the one that did buy a crossbow. Uh, I, I have been getting into like more of like a, just compound bow hunting. Um, I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think I can go out and take, take a shot with a bow yet because it's – I don't I mean I'm not as good yet. So uh, obviously like the crossbow does wonders as you're aware. Oh, yeah. Um, but at, like other than that, like I, I, yeah, I agree with you 100%. That is a very difficult shot to make as a hunter, um, especially like when it's on the move and kind of things of that nature – you can't it's it's tough that's a tough shot mm-hmm. um if yeah. you think that you you did get a little bit of the lung i mean like that's that's kudos that's a big that's a big idea so yeah and, and for people that have bow hunted i that's kind of, i think it's definitely an easy shot compared to what other people have had to do right. to kill a deer but that was the first buck i've ever killed with a bow so. yeah so i mean you're ecstatic about it and that if i remember oh, yeah. correctly I remember you telling me that you were going to go out the day before. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you, like, I see a Snapchat from you about, I'm trying to think. I think it was like, it was early in the morning. It was earlier in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. 
Actually, no, it must have been in the afternoon because you said you got it, and you, I, all you did was send me the picture, and oh, yeah, I just remember I was like, oh, okay, I, I was happy for you. Um, that was awesome, dear. I remember I called you right afterwards, and it was the one day. It was the day after I went out. I was already back at school. And, yeah, um, you hunted basically the same spot, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, pretty much did. So <laughs> it just hurts, man. Yeah, oh, it does. But you know what? That just shows you how much you love hunting and how I'm still doing it. And it's all pretty much luck of the draw. And when the luck's mm-hmm. there, you gotta you gotta kind of um, complete on it. And you did, mm-hmm. and, and you ended up getting oh, yeah. it. So yeah, that's that's a pretty electric story, man. And uh, yep. thank you. Yeah, it, it it gets the blood pumping, gets me ready for uh, deer season because I'm already. Oh man, I'm sick I of this turkey season wait. already. It, it, it can't come soon enough. I'm definitely gonna make a point to get myself up in the morning more and get out during right. bow season more. But yeah, no, I just remember um, being done because I haven't talked to you yet about how I I shot one. And I was just like, I'm just going to send him the picture because I know he's going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I send, send it. Literally, I think it maybe was five seconds later, call from Josh. I was <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, and, yeah, definitely. I remember, yeah, when you sent me that, I was like, oh, man. What a, what a deer, man. It was, yeah. it was from what I understand, uh, yeah, it was a good time. And uh, that's awesome, man. Good for you. Yep. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. yeah, and actually the mount is done, like, as yeah. of this week, so I gotta go pick it up. I was gonna ask you, so what did you end up doing with it, like, mount-wise? Uh, I know, like, there's, like, different mounts that you can kind of yeah. get for deer. Um, I don't know, like, exactly what all of them are, but um, I've had one deer mounted, and it was just a shoulder mount. Is that kind of mm-hmm. what you got there with that, or? Yeah, so, thinking in just money-wise, first of all, I didn't know if I wanted to do a European mount, or not, because European mount, as you know, um, is just the skull of the deer. Right, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. It's a, it's, a, it's a cool mount, but yeah, I just thought, you know, this buck and being my first bow hunting kill, it's just a special one, so I thought I'd do a shoulder mount. So I did a shoulder mount. So yeah. I am pretty excited to see what it looks like after uh, waiting this long, because it takes a while. It's oh a process. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. I, I remember mine took almost a year and a half. Yeah. It's it's insane. Yeah. You don't think of you don't think it, it until you actually like get your deer and then you're stuck waiting for it like that. Right, so, right. Yeah, but but no, I, I decided to go with the shoulder mount. Yeah, that, you know what? That's a safe way to do it. I mean, that's the best kind of thing that you can kind of do for it. Um, I like the shoulder mounts the best. Um, although, like I've seen a few that like it's it's like a it's almost like a full body mount and like I. I saw a thing I saw on Facebook and it was like this person made like the backside of like a vintage tailgate mm-hmm. and the tailgate was down and they had the deer coming out of the wall. Like it was laying in the tailgate still. <laughs> it was kind of creative. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, and it had like a, it was like a fake gun mounted next to it with like some kind of, <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty slick. So like, I think like, I'd like to do something like that. Like later yeah. on, I mean, I got to get deer first, but, um, yeah, there's, there's, in my eyes, there's nothing like Michigan, mid-Michigan whitetail deer hunting, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's got a special place in my heart and, and in yours. And, oh, yeah, uh, 100%. I know we had to get you on here as a uh, J.O. Outfitter supporter yourself. Um, Thank you very much, man. Yeah, get you on here and talk about talk about the buck and kind of see mm-hmm. how things went. But uh, Yeah, well, thank, 
thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you uh, letting me tell my story about that. So. Oh, yeah. No, no Thank problem. No problem whatsoever. I mean, hey, at some point, you have to send me a little thing to get featured on the on the website. I'm sure we'll get that done here soon. Oh, yeah. I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I completely, yeah, I can do that. I can send that through to you and we can uh, get that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, all right. but yeah, no, other than that, that's all I got. You got anything else to add? Nope. I'm um, expecting my geofitter's hat half off on my doorstep <laughs> with the next couple of days. So I just have to put that in there one more time for us. So. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, we'll see what we can do there. <laughs> but, uh, All right. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate yep, it. Uh, kind of a quick sign-off here. Uh, you can follow Nate on Instagram at NJC underscore nine. Hey, the, uh, plug me on Instagram. <laughs> yep, plug it there. Uh, you can also follow J-O Outfitters at J-O underscore Outfitters. Or on the website, www.jo-outfitters.com, where you get all of our latest content and merch. So you can uh, keep ripping darts and flinging arrows. I'll talk to you later. Yep, see you, man. All right. Anymore when a restless feeling keeps me up at night. I'm falling on my knees. is my new turning on the light. I keep my faith intact. Make sure my prayers are said Cause I've learned that the monsters ain't the ones beneath the bed The wolf hunts a hungry man and the devil only heart A mind filled of bad decisions lay hiding in the dark A great star Sickness steals and pride lays a wicked trap. You can't avoid them all, no. You gotta trust me on that. And anymore, a restless feeling keeps me up at night. I'm falling on my knees, it's my new turning on a light. I keep my faith intact and make sure my prayers are said. Cause I've learned that the monsters ain't the ones beneath the bed Check my closet and leave on the bathroom night. I smile and say all clear when I took him in for the night. But daddy, I'm still scared. Yeah, sleep where you'd stay. I kneel down beside my little man and I bow my head. Anymore in a restless feeling. Keeps me up at night Falling on my knees Is my new turning on a light I keep my faith intact Make sure my prayers are said Cause I've learned that the monsters Ain't the ones beneath the bed I've learned that the monsters Ain't underneath the bed